Oh, hey. Sorry I didn't see you there. This is an audio medium. If you grew up on Disney Channel shows and DCOMs, my time machine is ready for you to take a journey back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! What is up, time travelers? Welcome back to the Time Machine podcast with me, Becca Stogner. And me, Hunter Martin. Becca, how's how's it going? How's how's life? In <laughs> What? I don't I don't need to talk about my life right now. All right, I'll talk about mine. <laughs> okay. My favorite subject. <laughs> well, you know about my car troubles I've been having. Yeah. So I finally got it back. And I've never been so happy to be in a car in my life. <laughs> so long story short, because obviously people who are listening do not know, I had a really bad car trouble. Yeah, these troubles began like a week ago. Uh, Wednesday. Yeah, so a week ago. So it basically the battery went dead and I had to pull into this random parking lot and I got a tow truck and whoever to jump me off and it was fine. And then the next day or two days after it stopped working again and so i had to take it to a car shop but then and i left it there overnight then i get a call the next morning saying that they can only do so much and so i had to take it to another car shop the bad thing was the car shop that they recommended me was open on monday and they called me on saturday so i was without a car for four days but the thing was saturday and sunday i had to work yeah. And my work is about 35 minutes away with, if traffic is fine. So luckily, I mean, I wasn't stressed out just because I knew I was going to have to Uber anyway. But I kind of wanted to avoid that. So long story short, I just decided to Uber. And I get into my Uber and he slams on the brakes and goes, 35 minutes? I don't want to drive all the way there to my location where I have to work. And I said, oh, sir, it's okay. I can just get out and get another Uber. So I'd be good. He goes, no, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. It's whatever. I'm like, oh, okay. And so we, we drive a little bit more and we have to get on the interstate. And he sees on his Uber app GPS, we have to get on the interstate. And he goes, I have to get on the interstate? Are you kidding me? I'm like, uh, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. And so the whole time he's, he's speeding, he's swerving, all this stuff. Oh I've gosh. never felt so anxiety ridden. Well, I wonder, like, I think if they cancel on you, that like deducts from them in some way. So maybe they weren't. I don't know. I, I was like, sir, it's really I, at first I thought he was being sarcastic and he was like, I don't want to go over there. And I was like, yeah, me either. But I got to work. And he goes, no, seriously, I don't want to go. I'm like, oh, um, <laughs> Oh, you're, I thought it was, I thought we were just like, you know, you're like, uh, let me just put my foot in my mouth. Right. I don't, it was, I, and then I discovered that if you drive for Uber, you don't see the location that you're driving to. You just see if it's over 40 minutes or over 30 minutes. So as the Uber driver, cause I, I had to take another Uber later on in the week to get my car that I got back on yesterday. And I asked the guy and he was very nice the same thing and he goes yeah you just see like the the maximum uh the maximum time so you only see like 40 plus minutes so he said the other day or not the other day but in the past he's accepted a ride 
and they had to take someone to like Memphis. Someone Ubered, requested an Uber. Imagine. I can't. <gasps> I can't. Imagine like you don't, like your day, you're like, guess I'm Ubering someone to Memphis. Hmm. I can't because then you'd have to get back. Yeah. So that's been my week. It's been pretty stressful just because yeah. I, don't live, I don't live in a place where you can, you have, you have to have some sort of transportation. So, and I, and I hate just relying on other people to get me to where I need to go. So, well, this is anyway. our, um, this is our last time recording in the year 2021. I know. I know. It's gone so fast. Um, how do you feel? This is the, the, the last, the last official one of 2021. Well, this is the last like recording that we're doing. We did record, uh, last week we recorded like a little year in review special, for y'all just mm-hmm. like a mini so that'll be out yeah. in the next couple weeks but this but is the last this last. is our last time this year sitting down with the mics i know we're gonna obviously take a break for the holidays but we'll be back in january don't you don't y'all worry don't y'all worry so for the last time in 2021 let's get, let's some get into it let's get into it <laughs> all right first things first do you want a little update on Bridget Midler? Oh, is this about how she's like a lawyer now? Yes. <laughs> yes. So although, Queen. Most social, so although most social media platforms are shaped around pop culture and celebrity, LinkedIn is one of the exceptions. So when someone noticed that Bridget Midler was on the professional networking site, they tweeted a screenshot of it and it became the talk of Twitter. So someone screenshotted. Bridget Mendler's LinkedIn. Bridget Mendler is the star of Good Luck Charlie Lemonade Mouth. And they linked it in with the screenshot wrote above it. She's booked and busy, I fear. <laughs> so Bridget Mendler is now a PhD student or third year PhD student at Massachusetts Institute of Technology, MIT Media Lab, Harvard Law School, and all that stuff. You better go. <laughs> she said determinate. And here are just some of the tweets that because it's gone viral someone said bridget miller is bridget miller is for real a real life barbie this girl's a doctor a law student and an actress (laughs) omg what job is next (laughs) someone said i really do aspire to be like her but also what possessed this person to search up bridget miller on linkedin (laughs) (laughs) working on a phd in philosophy at mit and a and a degree from harvard at the same time I want to girl boss as close to the sun as Bridget Miller. So not only does Bridget Miller have all these things under her belt, she also has a hit song, Hurricane, to back it up with. Uh, imagine being that smart. Can't relate. She said, I'm boarding up the windows, studying in my dorm. <laughs> here comes the sun. Here comes the rain. Here comes my brain. Here comes the sun. Here comes my brain. <laughs> so, wow. Do you think hey. she like... That's so wild to when actors have their life go down like such a different path like that. And I'm like, do you still think about that? Because I know people that I know are still talking about Hurricane like on the daily. Yeah, I mean, it went viral on TikTok earlier this year. But Bridget Midler, she was in a show I watched in 2019 on Netflix sitcom. So huh. I think she's she balances it as much as she are we wants sh- to. That's, when I first saw that, I was like, are we sure that's even like her? <laughs> oh, no, it's uh, no, it's her. Yeah, I mean, I know, but I was like, what if somebody just, like, looked very similar to her and had the same name, and they were doing that? 
But good for Bridget Mendler. Yeah. Good for you. I hope 2022 is filled with degrees <laughs> and riches. And if you think you can get your third year PhD degree, well, good luck, good Charlie. Luck, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, Hillary Dove fans are convinced she's she's revealed she's pregnant on Instagram. Ooh. And her husband responds. So fans think that she just hinted uh, that she's pregnant with her fourth child on Instagram. Fourth? Yeah, Hillary Duff has three kids. And she posted uh, a picture of her and her husband on Instagram on Monday. In the photo, she and her husband are sitting on a plane wearing face masks. Um, and <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm reading the... <laughs> I'm reading the article and it's like literally giving you a play-by-play of this picture. (laughs) It's like, you can see that there are suitcases in the corridor. Um, So the caption is leaving a little bit, leaving for a little bit, dot, 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 the three of us with a blushing face. She wrote on her Instagram while she tagged the third eye blinds, Stephen Jenkins, who is seen a few rows behind the couple. And some fans were convinced she was hitting that she was pregnant. Oh, it's her. It's just her and the guy and the guy behind them. Yeah. So people were commenting, what? Congratulations. Subtle way to pronounce you're pregnant. That's amazing. And then her husband commented on the post and said, we're talking about. One of the top comments says, you are such a little shit. (laughs) So. Oh, you got me there, Hillary. Hillary Dove is not pregnant. We're here to debunk those rumors. But that. That forms a good question. Have you ever posted something on social media that you met maybe as a joke and someone was like, congratulations or, oh my gosh, it's crazy. Oh, well, I did that thing. I did it on purpose though. Like maybe a couple months ago when um, my boyfriend visited me at work, mm-hmm. I posted a picture of myself Wait, yes. in the back and I was like, oh my gosh, there's this really cute guy at my bar. What should I do? And then a couple, like maybe 20 minutes later, I posted a picture of him and my bar and was like, "Never mind." He told me he has a girlfriend. Which I thought that was really funny, and because I knew that was going to throw people off, it wasn't like on accident. <laughs> no, I I didn't comment, I didn't text you or anything, but I saw that, and I was like, "That's like doing all this when she has a boyfriend." I know a lot of people were like, "Um, ma'am." <laughs> uh, I think the the I remember that I was shook. I was just like, "Wow, that was the intent." That was bold. That was I intent. think the other thing I did. You messaged me, but I think just because I did a lame joke, it wasn't because anyone was confused. I I was walking out of somewhere and there were fireworks happening behind me. And I put in the caption, when you forget to turn off your oven. And the joke was supposed to be, there's an explosion happening behind you. And you replied back, you were like, your oven? Or and I said no, no. I just like I didn't understand the joke. Yeah, but I have done like there was a while on my Instagram where I used to Photoshop myself into pictures of like TV shows and stuff. And then one time I posted something that was real, Mm -hmm. and someone DM'd me and said, "At first I thought this was a Photoshop picture." There's been a lot of people from college that I know that will post like photos of them and their boyfriend. Then people are like congrats and then they're like oh my gosh no we're no, not you crazy not yet not yet <laughs> dot 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 Ugh. but i social media man you gotta love it you gotta hate it one at one in this spectrum you discover bridget mendler is uh the next albert einstein the other and is hillary dove uh 
posing for a picture and people think she's pregnant. The other end has people grasping at straws. Right. You're either, <laughs> you're either grasping at degrees or grasping at straws. Amen. Nowhere in between. Amen. Okay, Becca, are you ready for our last Disney 411 of 2021? I guess so. Hit me. Okay. This is more of a... Well, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just start reading it. Okay. Tish Cyrus's Hope Town Banner sets executive team and first projects under NBC Universal Pact. Not so- Tish Cyrus being our last story. <laughs> There's a reason I want to tell you this story. Okay. So basically, Tish, Tish her name's hard to say. Tish Cyrus production company just got an overall deal with NBC Universal. And it just, it's funny because Miley Cyrus did that a couple weeks ago or months ago. And so they list some of the things that are in development. And this is the one I wanted to talk about. All right. Are you ready to follow along? Yes. So so this is one of the ones that I was intrigued about. The show's called Kentucky Blaze. Follows a country music manager who returns home to Kentucky after her estranged father dies, starts a cannabis business, and helps revive her mother's career. It's the animation project. Oh, it's it's animated, and it will be loosely based on the misadventures of the Cyrus family. Interesting. With okay. Ori- with original music. So we were about to get some Cyrus cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were about to tell me there was going to be like a Hannah Montana concert special on that list. Oh, no. That would have been the first story of the day. That, that would have been the top. Hannabis Montanabis. Hannabis Montanabis. So congrats to the Cyrus family. They're taking over the world. One, one development deal at a time. One universal contract at a time. <laughs> yeah. Next, a Miley ride at Universal Studios? I would, I'd be down. Well, what would it be? I don't know. If she was still in her bangers phase, it would be something to do with like the tongue. Like it would be like a giant slide you go down, like a oh like gosh. a quarterly slide. But anyway, be on the lookout for a potential Cyrus family animated show. <laughs> I'm I'm down for it. Yeehaw. I yeah, I'm interested. Sure. All right. That's the last of the twenty twenty one Disney four on one news, everyone. All I hope right. you enjoyed them. Wow. Okay. So it, from our last, uh, our last four one one, into our last, uh, last topic, last episode. Let's make it last a while because it covers seven days. Yeah. Not last episode. The last episode of the year. Yeah. I don't want you to confuse the fans. I, the fans. Can them. can we call you guys the fans? Our Disney Channel darlings. The time, time travelers. Anyway, yeah. I, I digress. Well, we are looking at to conclude our month of Mary. We are visiting, uh, the covering also for the first time on the podcast. Yes, the, the proud family and the Seven Days of Kwanzaa episode. Yes, the Seven Days of Kwanzaa episode aired December seventh, two thousand and one. So wow, it came out the same year as Lizzie, but mm-hmm. during the actual season. Uh huh. Yeah. So since since we're covering Proud Family for the first time, I just kind of want to give like a little background, I'd say. So Proud Family aired from September 15th, 2001 to August 19th, 2005. And obviously it concluded with the Proud Family movie that came out in 2005 as well. And it's coming back for on Disney Plus later in 2022 called 
the proud family louder and prouder um it obviously stars the voice talents of kyla pratt tommy davidson joe marie payton who played harriet on family matters if you ever watched that i did not we got orlando brown we do as uh sticky uh the mom from Wizards of Waverly Place is a character on the show. Salil Moonfry is the on late... there as well. She was a big name in the 90s. Yeah, she was Punky Brewster. Mm. And all the... But yeah, and obviously we got the, the vocal talents in the theme song with Solange Knowles and Destiny's Child. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So a little fun fact about the development of the Proud Family... It was originally piloted for Disney's One Saturday Morning. So that's where Recess aired and all like those shows like Pepper Ann and all that stuff. You yeah. That? And yes. then Nickelodeon. So they was originally supposed to go to Nickelodeon. Weird. So yeah, it was produced by Nickelodeon in 1998, but it was never shown to the public resulting in Nickelodeon passing the show on. And I guess an executive at Disney was at the showing, and since Nickelodeon passed, they they bought the show, and that's how it landed on Disney. And it's interesting that you say it was a part of Disney One, though, because it seems like a lot more of of so, that vibe than like Disney Channel. Yeah, so it was originally supposed to be for the Saturday morning program on ABC, mm-hmm. I guess. Then that that didn't go through. It was supposed to be on Nickelodeon developed for Nickelodeon, developed more for Nickelodeon, did not go through, and then Disney picked it up. And it's the first ever animated Disney Channel original series. And it's coincidentally the only original animated series from Disney Channel not to be associated with or produced exclusively by Disney's television animation. Interesting. Which I feel like you can also tell that as well, because there's something about... Well, there's a lot of things about the Proud Family that are different from like all the other Disney Channel shows. Namely, that it's like one of the only representational mm-hmm. shows that we had for probably ever. Yeah. <laughs> for a really long I mean, time. Yeah. I mean, I think this episode we're t- talking about really amplifies that fact because I can't think of another children's show, at least in my time, that mainly focused on Kwanzaa. Oh, no, I definitely can't. So, I mean, I loved the Brown family. I mean, anything that Disney Channel came out with, I, I, I was a connoisseur. I had the Proud yes. Family video game, I think. I remember um, playing the the Flash game online where you were Sugar Mama on the skateboard. I don't what I don't remember that. She was like skateboarding, and you would like jump over the dog, or maybe it was the dog skateboarding. It was it was either Sugar Mama or the dog. I watched I, I, the Proud Family like kind of sporadically, um, and I definitely did see the movie, but yeah. this first time like really kind of paying attention to like the show and its characters i think like in great detail yeah i also had the i had i think i had the soundtrack (laughs) i was just a connoisseur what can i say what can i say all right so so this episode i guess we're just going to do like kind of a quick overview sort of is like oscar and penny and trudy are out shopping for christmas and they see this homeless family and they suddenly disappear and they try to go give them money and that turns into them being invited into their home for Christmas the next day. 
But that family actually celebrates Kwanzaa instead. So this family kind of teaches the prouds about about Kwanzaa traditions. And then some weird stuff happens, but we'll go from there. (laughs) Well, again, this was the first, I mean, this is the first I knew what Kwanzaa. I mean, I I think growing up at elementary school, they talked about like all the holidays. Yeah. They just like, like Christmas. Some people celebrate like, like, but this is the first time I remember as a kid. Un, like being taught and being shown what quants is which i think is why representation matters because it teaches me things i didn't know about and makes me understand you know and some and i know this is just like a simple cartoon but i mean i think it still matters i feel like the only time i remember hearing about it as a child i swear to god and i hope i'm not wrong I think the brain on arthur said something about celebrating quants the brain I think so. Somebody right. somebody mentioned it um, in passing on a different show that I watched, but that was all that I was knew. it Rugrats? I well, I do have to say Rugrats is the other one that taught me a lot of non Christmas holidays. They did a Kwanzaa episode, I believe, as well. But this is not a Nickelodeon podcast. It even is though, not. Even though the Proud Family was almost a Nickelodeon well, show. Well, it is on opposite day. Ooh. Watch Pen 15. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a Pen 15 um, plug. So, yeah, like Becca said, the main plot is they meet this homeless family, and the homeless family teaches them about Kwanzaa. So, do you mean tell you the voice actors who were, did you notice someone familiar? In the, in the family? Uh huh. Mm, I don't think so. So, the dad mm-hmm. of. The, um, let me let me get the names correct. I don't want because it can be confusing when we just say dads. It was Stephanie. Yeah, it was something and, and Stephanie, something. <laughs> Joseph, and Margaret. So Joseph is voiced by Samuel L. Jackson. Stop. Margaret is voiced <laughs> by Vivica A. Fox. What? And their daughter Stephanie is voiced by the one. The only Raven Simone. How did I not notice that? <laughs> I so yeah, so Raven and Orlando Brown starred in another episode together. Naturally. This, this came out before that's a Raven. Yeah. Way before. Wow. So yes, a special guest star, Raven Simone. How about that? Phew. So the beginning of the episode is their Christmas shopping, and Penny wants a phone so bad. A cell phone. That was me as a kid. Yeah. And then Oscar says that she has a can and string allowance, <laughs> which I was so, like, okay, I'm laughing already. No, yeah. I would say Oscar's just as the main character as I know like Penny's supposed to be the main character because it's the kid show and you want the kids in the forefront. But I'd say Oscar Proud is just as a main character as oh, Penny is. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it helps when you're a cartoon. I think kids at that point they don't care what is if it's a cartoon, it's a cartoon. It's well, different Oscar if it's a live moves, like Oscar moves so cartoony and he has like that cartoon slapstick and he's always getting hurt like that. Yeah. Like somebody runs over his foot (laughs) on like a scooter in this scene too. (laughs) And you just see his shoe like all flat out and crinkled with a tire tread on it. And he's like, my shoe. (laughs) But like his his foot would have been broken. When they try to find the, the homeless people, the Stephanie and her parents, and he teaches Penny basically how to scam everyone as he wants the rod and the reel 
So he has, so like there's people on the street asking for money because it's the holidays and he puts a dollar bill or whatever on uh, a fishing wire and he puts it in the, puts in the cup and everyone's like, thank you, sir. And he walks away and then he reels it back in. I, I don't remember. I was like, not this. I don't remember Oscar being this. Stingy? I mean, I remember him being this character kind yeah, of like- off colored in the little bit that I've seen, he's like kind of, I mean, he's like a money driven. Well, his whole man. thing is he's a, he's a, he's a snack creator. He's a food mm-hmm. creator. And so he's the Oscar, 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 proud, proud snacks is what he made. And when he, they were at the shelter, they, the, the, the woman in the shelter, because Penny and Oscar, while they were walking to it, someone drives past them on the sidewalk and water okay, well, and get all over them. The, the reason they're going to the shelter, I don't know if we it's to find... So they're this family is in the square like where they're shopping and Oscar drops a present and Joseph, the dad, hands it back to him and they turn around to give them money and they're gone. So yeah. they're they're Trudy trying to find like, them. Trudy is like Oscar, which is how she always says it. She's like, Oscar Yeah. Jordan! Go find those people. And he's like, no. <laughs> and then she's like, no. okay, well, if you don't want to do it, I'll go do it and you can take the kids to see Santa. And he's like, okay, we'll go. <laughs> Did so you they... hear too when the person drove by and covered them in the mud? No. The person went, oops! That would have been me as a driver. You just hear them go, oops! And like they scream, oops. I love that. I didn't catch that. So then when they show up to the homeless shelter, they're like covered in mud. And they have that homeless people, they have the family sign about, like, give us, like, we're the reason for this season, anything you give helps. Mm-hmm. And they show up, and Oscar's like, we're trying to find a family. And the woman is like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, it's this like, episode no, we're, also, and he, like, and is like, fully... No. He's like, no, we're not homeless. He's like, she's like, mm, that's what they all say. Yeah, well, then she also thinks that he's trying to make Penny, like, lie for him. No, but what I was saying was, I know exactly what you're going to say, but he's uh he makes these proud snacks and so they're like here here's a blanket here's a pillow and here's some snacks and he starts eating them he goes what do they feed these people in here and he looks down it's proud snacks it's he proud goes, snacks he's like eat them all eat them all because well, then once they link up with the family stephanie is like oh you're the one who makes those nasty snacks mm-hmm. but i couldn't believe like right from the start that this show is just like trying to fully address the homelessness crisis no yeah they address that they address the christmas how it's basically people for christmas are just like capitalist season uh holiday for some people and they were like going and i think a lot of i do remember there's this distinct proud family episode i always remember is when penny gets sent back in time to like the 60s and that's how she and she learns about segregation for the first time oh wow and I remember. Okay, so magic does exist in the proud family world. Oh yes, there's it's magic, but then it's like, was it a dream the entire time? Well, it, it's like that kind of stuff. That one maybe this I don't know, but we'll. Like, see. there's an episode where Penny and her best friend Dijonay get a credit card, and the credit card starts talking to Penny. <laughs> because she, he's like, "Use the credit card, Penny." We're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, so they find the people in the shelter and they give them like a couple bucks and then Penny invites them over for Christmas dinner 
She says dinner, and they're like, come over at four. Mm-hmm. And then Christmas morning, they're like, hello. <laughs> I know. <laughs> with, with a fruitcake. And everyone, oh, Penny goes, wow, they open all their Christmas presents. And I love how Sugar Mama, I love Sugar Mama. Did you see her opening her yeah. one shirt? And she was just like, she's <laughs> so happy with her one purple shirt. Of course. So Sugar Mama is opening up her presents like Penny and her, the other, and BB and CC, who are the twins. Hmm. Uh, and Penny goes, wow, a, con- uh, a phone book for all the phone calls I don't I can't make without a phone and then she gets a phone and then she's like ah! like runs off to her room uh I remember I wanted a phone for Christmas so bad and my friend got a phone for Christmas and called me and, and I'm then... and, and me and me being the little brat I was and am I was like mom <laughs> and am Sozo got a phone for Christmas as I'm like opening up my <laughs> Christmas present I one the first christmas i got an ipod my first ipod nano my parents did that thing where they wrapped it in like 18 boxes so it looked Uh like a really huge box and i had to open like 12 boxes so i was so pissed by the time i opened the thing anyway but i also since it was my first brush with like itunes and stuff i didn't Uh know what was going on so i went to this website that said download itunes for 20 (gasps) dollars no and we gave we put in the credit card information and <laughs> your mom did that too yeah they were with they didn't know either <laughs> oh no i also didn't know that you could like import your cds into itunes and i was like i'm gonna have to repurchase high school musical and jesse mccartney so i can listen to him on the go on the go <laughs> i forgot that the singer prince lives in the home with the prouts are you being serious no i know that it's like oscar's (laughs) brother it's yeah it's oscar's brother it's played by cedric the entertainer i okay because i i feel like i remembered him as the episode went on but his first appearance in this episode (laughs) is him walking out the door with the fruitcake going i'ma steal some fruitcake (laughs) This tastes like the bottom of someone's shoe. Like, kind of that was the best. He was like one of my favorite characters as a kid. Really? All he, did, he was getting on my nerves. All he did was sing. He'd like, Oscar, <laughs> your snacks are gross. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yeah, but in like the joke of the show is Sugar Mama loves Bobby, but like Bobby doesn't do anything and he. She can't stand Oscar, but like Oscar has a wife yeah. and kids. And- when they have the Christmas um, dinner, so this this will get into the way that they do the the family, the homeless family. It's a mm-hmm. very interesting take, but I also don't know if I liked it because it kind of made them look a little bit like assholes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I was feeling the same way. Yeah, like obviously, like I understand. Um, I mean, it kind of turns out at the end that they're not like a regular homeless family. They're like homeless by choice. But aren't they cut to the Well, okay, well. Jules? Yeah, that's, again, we'll get to that. But like up until that point. Yeah, you just think they're regular As far as we know, they are homeless by choice. Mm -hmm. And they're vegan and they only celebrate Kwanzaa. Yeah. So when they make this whole Christmas dinner... They don't need any of it. And Bobby eats the whole turkey by himself. Yeah. And like the way, and then the next day, they're just having, like, they're just chilling at their house. And all of a sudden, the the 
they show back up again they show and back like, up. we're celebrating seven whole days of kwanzaa your door was open we're just coming in <laughs> and the, i mean once i still don't know like the ending of this and how like all the implications of everything are just so I bizarre mean, I, I mean i guess it was just i mean kwanzaa is like seven seven days and Mm-hmm. Each each day represents like something like faith and all that stuff, and so I think they were just coming to remind the proud family just like about their lives and how how thankful they should be and how we yeah. should treat every day like that. And so that's and so and so then then they cut to the end, they disappear and they're all that. Well, but when so Penny and Stephanie hang out, and everyone's like. So Stephanie, what do you like to do? She's like, I like to read books. <laughs> she goes, and they're like, where'd you get all those clothes? She goes, I don't care about clothes. Shot shoots them down every chance they get. Yeah, and then, uh, gosh, what's her name with the red hair? The Zoe? only white one, Zoe. Yeah, Zoe. she ends up just being like, How are you homeschooled if you don't have a hole? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Guess I'm just schooled. Yeah, and then like. Sticky is not having it, and he's like, "This girl whack," because <laughs> she says something about like they they want to go to a movie because they have like movie oh, passes. Wh- yeah, they got Wizard Kelly movie passes. Yeah, and then she, uh, Stephanie's like, "I'm just gonna sit here and read the Tao of Pooh," which is not even a Pooh Bear book, <laughs> as far as I know. I don't think it's supposed to be a Pooh Bear book. <laughs> Are you sure? Well, they said, "Why would you?" Um, why would you read that when you can just watch the cartoons at home? I think that was to say that they don't know what it is. Well, they, okay. I didn't know if it was supposed to be like the Pooh Bear cartoons. It was like a Pooh Bear book that she was reading. Um, and then what, what joke, Dijanae makes some joke that I was like, not you making that joke in front of a homeless person. I don't know. I don't, well, Oscar and... Dijanae and, and Penny's friends are like so insensitive. Like they are. Well, <laughs> they Oscar, make the most insensitive jokes. Oscar, the whole show, does not care about anyone's feelings, and that's what makes him. And then he, but he, his character always like gets hurt, or there's always consequences to how he acts. Not to speed through the episode, but then yeah. basically the whole episode is them teaching about Kwanzaa. They like reset the house. They put up all the Kwanzaa decorations and all that stuff. And I think. I mean, I think it's a good teaching lesson and it's like in a fun way. And so I forget how the family kind of, so after they go to Kwanzaa or they bring Kwanzaa to the Oscar, to the Prouds, they leave. And so they want, they oh yeah, they just disappear again. So they want to find them and they go back to the homeless shelter and no one's ever seen this family before. But there's this other family in the shelter who have the same characteristics as the family that well, have they been. have they have the same um, names. Names. And, and this- what happens is Oscar goes like his neighbor says that he lost a construction worker and needs yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. else. So Oscar's trying to go to like offer the job to that guy. Yeah. And the lady at the front desk is like, I see everybody that comes through here. We don't have anybody by those names. And then all of a sudden in the corner, there's this guy that's like, wait, 
I'm a construction worker and my wife is a teacher and their names are all the same. Yeah. And, and then when we get back to the house, the fruitcake that got thrown in the front yard has blossomed into this big, huge tree. Mm-hmm. And then you see the family in the in the clouds, the sky, which was I was like, and hold it's, on, and, and that's how the episode ends, and they don't cut back to they the don't. Crowd's but reaction. then it, you also see the um, they saw the the sign, the family sign at the homeless shelter, and they recognize it, but it turns out to be the other family sign. Yeah, and then you see this like ghostly, sparkly hand snatch it up, which is when I was like, wait. Yeah. But then when they showed, I was so confused. I was so confused. Yeah, I wish they I wish we got like one more scene for like maybe Oscar's reaction or the or just just a reaction to the proud family's like maybe looking up and saying thank you so much family for showing us for teaching us something new and all that jazz. So before I just have to bring this up cuz I don't know if you remember remember one time when we were together it was a couple years ago and we saw that those two there's two people running for the bus. <laughs> running for the bus. Yes, yeah. And we said, that's Oscar Proud and Sugar Mama. I do remember that. I guess pre all that happening, so when we go back, I guess we left off with the the kids like leaving to go to the movie and they leave uh they they blow off Penny and the other girl. They're like Well, we'll hang out with you when you're not yeah. hanging out with her because she's lame. So the girl tears out a picture from her book and she's like, you can read this page because I've already read it. And they were inside. I've never in my life reread a book. Really? No. Well, you don't like to read, so. No. (laughs) So I was going to say that when when they come back in the house, um, Oscar and Bobby were trying to put together that. um, That's how we find out that uh, Uh, Joseph is in construction. Yeah. Because Johnny and Bobby are trying to not Johnny and Bobby. Oscar and Bobby. <laughs> Oscar and Bobby are trying to put together the playset that they got for the twins, the babies. Mm-hmm. And it keeps falling apart. And Joseph is like Yeah. In a second. And because Oscar like doesn't like him or is getting on his nerves, he like starts jumping on it and he's like I guess it's fine. And I was like, Oscar, those things have a weight limit. Yeah. Oscar like if, doesn't care. if a man like if a grown man was fully jumping on the skinniest part of a children's play, <laughs> Ooh, I hope they. Which I love seat. how like this episode is dealing dealing with like serious issues and very real world things, but it also has it also has a man jumping like a monkey, like it also has some very cartoonish. Uh-huh. But I mean, I enjoyed this episode very much. I enjoyed the Proud Family. I I haven't watched it in a very long time. Mm-hmm. I think what was special about the Proud Family, what is special about the Proud Family, so since it's coming back, I wonder how it's going to keep with the trends, is it wasn't afraid to... Wait, I had... Are you... Are we done talking about it? Oh, wait, no. The family was, like, kind of getting on to the Prouds and being like, you guys are, like, really into your... Oh, yes, ...material yes. stuff. Yes. And Trudy was like... Trudy was I, like, I, no, I'm not. And then a plate breaks, and she screamed, oh, no, my good China! And did you notice the microphone blew out? There's a lot of moments in this episode. I don't know if there's any other episodes where when they would scream or mm-hmm. like their volume would get higher, the microphone the was very... The blowing out. I, that was so interesting. Yeah. I was like, did y'all not have the means to they... avoid that happening? And I loved I loved when Trudy freaked out about the plate. Sugar Mama said, I thought it didn't matter to you. <laughs> Which is my... I love Sugar Mama. I think Sugar Mama is one of the best parts 
about the Proud Family. She would always make me laugh. Oh, yeah, for sure. It was my grandma's favorite part of the Proud Family. And I loved when, like, when they did start actually celebrating the Kwanzaa stuff, like, it didn't go too much into detail, but it went into detail, like, at least about what every day was about and, like, the values and the morals behind it, which led into Oscar actually having to give people money. Yeah, it went into, when we, we discussed the even Stevens episode heck of a Hanukkah and it and they kind of did like a one two minute version two minute story of why we celebrate Hanukkah but this episode like really gives you a more in-depth look for a 20-minute cartoon into Kwanzaa than what the even Stevens episode we did which I, I I thought was nice you know yeah I mean, there's only so much that you can get into and deal with. Yeah, in 20 minutes. Yeah. Without it without it being really, without it not feeling like a Proud Family episode. You know, it would it'd be weird if all of a sudden that's what the whole episode was about and there wasn't any comedy right. or Oscar getting ran over and he looks like a pancake. <laughs> <laughs> and he just yells, uh... I love it. I love it. So what is your, is there anything... It's like we really need to talk about this episode before we kind of give our overall thoughts. No, I guess I guess not. I didn't have that many specific notes other than be just like wilding about the direction they went with the family being like ghost angels at the end. Yeah, ghost angels. Again, I wish there was one. There was a reaction to maybe like. I think it's very interesting that um, magic is only canonical in some of these shows around the holidays. I mean, I feel like that's a trope with any holiday movie or TV show. All yes. of a sudden, magic exists. It's just such, it's interesting. I mean, that and every Halloween episode, all of a sudden, <laughs> there's kind of a horror element that doesn't exist in September. Yeah. But anyway, I think this was a very strong episode of the proud family oh yes absolutely i felt like i like i as an adult person was like genuinely learning from it and yeah enjoying seeing those dynamics played out and this is like one of the disney channel shows i grew up with that i haven't really watched back yeah and so it was fun i was like oh yeah i forget i like remember like all the all the characters think it holds up yeah i think so i think this is a good episode you can always watch during like like there's like staples just be like oh this is a good episode to watch for christmas or the holidays i think this is a good one because there's some yeah because there's where... it, there's it takes place at christmas time and there it's like a half christmas half kwanzaa yeah. episode too yeah i think there's more it's more to it than just like let's put it on because it takes place during christmas there's like actual like oh this is nice you like i'm learning i don't know i think the proud family has a good history with that so i'm wondering if I'm assuming that it's going to carry on when the reboot happens. So, any other overall thoughts, feelings, concerns about this episode? I don't think so. I'm just I'm glad Oscar Proud finally had to give a dollar at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, <laughs> and he like Penny gave him a big hug. I said that's the least he could do. I know. So, <laughs> as we do for the month of Mary, we're going to give. A ranking to this episode out of five, out of five presents, mm-hmm. even though presents are not the most important thing, as we learned in this episode, for this well, ranking. they for still rank- got some. Like, they I ended know. up giving... Doesn't, material, uh, material things. The 
I keep forgetting the other family's name, but the mom of that family gave Trudy like some Margaret. gifts for the twins. Yeah. I mean, they were just books, but still. Oh, yeah. Like, they tis, love them. tis the season. Tis the season to read. <laughs> Not for you. Not for me. <laughs> Not for me. So what? what's your ranking? How many presents out of five? I'll give this a, a solid 4.5 out of five presents. Get you a little stocking stuffer. Ooh, I think mine is going to be a 4.7. Uh, what? That's so specific. Hey, sorry. It's, it's, it's what I'm going with. Um, what's the Disney Channel lesson we learned today? My Disney Channel lesson is treat every family you encounter nicely because you never know if they're going to be, you know, angels or ghosts or <laughs> some kind of life lesson. I mean, just in general, like... You never never know know. what a person has to offer you. You never know why someone is in the situation they are in. You know, I think, I think I'm going to piggyback on you and say my Disney channel lesson of the day is um, be careful where you throw your fruitcake because (laughs) you never know if it, if it can grow into a wonderful angel tree that reaches to the heavens. So. Amen to that. All right, Becca, if people want to find where you purchase your proud snacks, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Heyo, it's Becca, H-E-Y-O. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is under Becca Stogner for all of my Robin Williams reviews and hopefully some more vinyl record content as well in the new year. And check out my other podcasts and our socials, Youth Group Survivor Support Group or YGSSG Podcast is another easy way to find us. Yay. And if you want to see where I purchase my proud snacks, you can find me uh, on Instagram at Real Hunter Martin, Twitter, H. Cameron Martin. If you want to keep up to date with this podcast, follow us on all the social medias, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. If you type in Time Mushroom Podcast, you'll find us. Rate and review us. Uh, Leave us a comment. Leave us a review. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. DM us. We love talking to you guys. We love, we we just love interacting with you guys because we want you guys to have so much fun listening to this as we have making it. So always reach out and yeah, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, all all the stuff to keep. Because like we said before, this is going to be our last proper episode of 2021 because we're going to take a break for the holidays, but we will still be active on all the social medias so you can stay up to date and we'll like post fun stuff and all that and all that fun things that social media has so there you go that was the month of mary that was the month of mary that was the time out sheet in 2021 wow here's to many many more trips down memory lane in our time <laughs> machine yes well until next time in the new year <gasps> hey I'll see you in a year. (laughs) Get out of this Zoom room. (laughs) We will see you later, time travelers. Buckle your seatbelts.